From the brains behind Teal the Show, this is Teal the Podcast, your source for Jaguars news and analysis with NFL insider Mark Brunel and your host, Cole Pepper. Hello and welcome into Teal the Podcast. Once again, coming to you live on tape from the head coach's office. Did you say live on tape? Yeah. Do you remember the... uh, Remember the, the Larry Sanders show with Gary Shandling? I do. Live on tape from Hollywood. <laughs> hey now. Nice. Uh, yeah, we're here back in the back in the football coach's office. It's game week. It is game week, isn't it? It's it's spring game week. Yes, it is. By the way, we have been doing an awful lot of uh, coverage of teams around the area, and you haven't been to our school yet. We are, I have been to your school, but we have not done our we will be doing this later today so this will be oh, my okay. first of two visits to the Episcopal School of Jackson thank you for getting that right to speak with the football coach mm. the Mark Brunel Stop and now. some mm. of these student athletes who will be looking to drape we, themselves in honor yeah. in the upcoming fall the season. journey to the state championship begins right now right now <laughs> we I, I did notice um a few different things on the whiteboard. We got a few ball plays up uh-huh. there. That's our running game. Yeah. That's our running game. We've got power. We've got zone. We've put in a little toss. Got a lead play. Yeah. A couple adjustments on the power based on front. Uh, yeah. What, what That's would what you we're say, going with. What would you say before we get into the Jaguars? What would you say as we look at the whiteboard here? And for those of you watching on ESPN 7, you can see it right here in, in the upper left-hand corner of your screen. What is it? that is the key to your running game? Well, I have five keys. The offensive line. The left tackle, <laughs> the left guard, the yeah. center, right guard, and right tackle. Yeah. Those are my five keys. Okay. You know, we've, uh, we still have uh, quite a few of our baseball players uh, in baseball. Yeah, they continued on. The one they continue on. They play uh, Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of waiting to see if they will be available for the game. Do you have some baseball players who play on the offensive line? No, we oh, don't. Okay, that would no. have been surprising. Um, well, actually, that's not true. We have a young man named Carson Hurst, more more defensive line, okay. but can play on the offensive line. He's a pitcher for the Episcopal School of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we get those guys back, it's kind of a different look for our spring game. Two of my quarterbacks are playing baseball. Right. Uh, tight end, defensive end, linebacker, kind of an all-purpose guy are still playing baseball. Listen, I... I uh, course we want them to advance and to win Tuesday if they win Tuesday we won't have them for the spring game if they don't I will welcome them with open arms well you you went through this as a as a student athlete uh, you were a baseball player as well I was uh, and some may know uh, drafted I was so you had to balance those two sports I did you're getting more messages and calls in I'm here a are people guy are people Tuning in live here on ESPN Seven and trying to contact you. Is well, that what's you know happening? what it is. It's it's uh, it's Monday morning. Yeah. So uh, a lot of activity on Monday morning. The world is starting. Out. The yes. world is starting, and it is game week, as you mentioned. It is game spring, week. Spring game. Thursdays and Fridays are spring games this week. Yes. Yours is Thursday night. Again. Six p.m. at Providence. At Providence. The thing with game week is, I mean, there's. You know, when you're the head coach at Episcopal, there's more than just, you know, drawing up run plays on the whiteboard. Um, you've got to uh, get your pregame meal ready, make mm-hmm. sure the uniform numbers are out. You're literally shirts. looking at a checklist right here. <laughs> uh, i got to get the video guy out there. i got to make sure the bus is leaving when I want it to. we got a team meeting. i got to put that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a few things going on. 
few things going on I'm excited about. Okay, enough about the Eagles. All right, let's move on to what is dominating conversation about the Jaguars right now, and that is the Telvin Smith situation. Yes. And let me, I want to preface this conversation by saying that I've had a lot of people come to me since Telvin posted on Thursday that he wasn't going to play this year and asked, asking, what's going on? Yes. And I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on with Telvin. Um, I think, by the way, there are a lot of people in that boat, including probably Doug Marone still, who as of Friday had not heard from Telvin. Uh, Telvin's been going on Instagram and trying to calm people down, but he's not, you know, not divulging any anything. But I have a, I have a real concern about where Telvin is right now. Um, any, you know, anybody who would take a year off from football who's not in a contract dispute, or even if they are, but especially if they're not in a contract dispute, right. you have to, you have to, I mean, that has to raise some real concern. It really does. And, and, uh, and I'm talking for Telvin, the person, not just football. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, and, and uh, I assume that there are some personal issues that he's going through right now. And, uh, and so more important than football or anything else, you want Telvin to get right. Now, whatever that means, however that looks, we don't know. And uh, obviously he's struggling through something. And, and uh, listen, I, I, I don't know what that is. Um, and so, you know, you wish him well. You hope he gets healthy, whether that's a physical, a mental, an emotional health that he's in pursuit of. And I imagine that's the case. The timing of it, Cole, uh, listen, to each his own, if, if, if Telvin has really thought this out and is in a place where, you know, he just needs to get some support, um, the timing of it is interesting, and it, which leads me to believe that it's pretty significant because how long until the season starts, you know, early September, mm-hmm. there are months there where um, if he needed some help there's some time for him to get that help i just thought that it was really early i thought that if uh and and the jaguars would be the first to embrace whatever issues issues he is going through to get him to the proper place and uh um i guess what i'm saying is i just don't know if may is the time to be making decisions that you're not going to play in 2019 does that make sense yeah you think it's a long way off and so to me i don't want to speculate too much here because i don't yeah, think it's fair it's to hard. tell it's them hard. it's hard but if it's something where you realize you have to put your full attention to something that your time your focus um even your drive in some regards, has to be on this one thing that you have to solve to get your world straight, Yeah. then maybe it is best just to say, I'm eliminating all of these distractions. Right. And preparing for a season is as much, can be as much work as going through the season, if, you know, in this day and age in the National Football yeah, League. Yeah, I think so, but I, 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 you know, you're exactly right. But I think... I guess if I put myself in that situation, I would, before I went on Instagram, right. I would communicate with the team mm-hmm. before I made any announcement, hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is where I'm at. I need some help. You know, I'm reaching out because uh, things aren't right in my world. And I think that's important to, to start with the team. Obviously, you talk to your family and your agent, and, but 
but at the same time, the Jaguars would be the first to make sure that Telvin was put in the in the right it, you know in the right place to get the appropriate help. Nobody else needs to know it. Um, and listen, as far as preparation for a season, I think the Jaguars would say, you know what, we recognize that you're going through a tough time. Um, why don't we take OTAs and mini camp off? Mm-hmm. Why don't you, if if it's if you feel it's best for you just to be away from the facility with your family, um, getting the help that you need? Listen, we'll stay in communication. We'll talk when we report to training camp. If you need more time, take all the time you need, and then when you get close to the season. Um, make that decision make yeah. that decision no, I, I, it's, it's tough there's a professional side to this where listen i know full well i've had multiple teammates that have gone through some significant things really tough situations and every team that i've been on I've been in five teams every team uh they go out of their way to make sure that their player is right it's not it's not the team and then the player. You know, if you're in the right environment, the team has a responsibility to make sure that the guys that are working for them uh, are in a good place. And if they're not, you do everything as you can as the head coach and the organization to make sure, hey, let's football is secondary. Let's make sure our player, one of our leaders, the guy that's been with us for, for a long time, let's make sure we get him the help and make sure he's taken care of. So let me ask, answer at some of the questions that I've gotten as best I can, and you, I want your input on it. You mentioned you've had teammates who have gone through difficult times Absolutely. one time or another. Have you ever had a, a teammate who has left the team for an extended period of time? I'm not talking like a week for a funeral. or you know, Again, Telvin had the situation where he lost his brother a couple of years ago. He, you know, he's lost... Um, a guy he really loved like a brother, Paul Pazlesny from the team, right. who's now, uh, who is retired. So he's, uh, there are some things and, and others that, that have gone on. But did you ever have a time where, where a guy had to leave the team for an extended period of time? Yes, but not, I, I have. And um, most, most of those instances have been with the loss of a loved one, right. somebody close. Uh, I've had teammates that have had some mental health issues that have had to step away. Um, I don't recall. Was that stepping away and coming back, or was that just stepping away? No, stepping away and coming back. Yeah, okay. You know, Cole, I played in a time when when um, when a lot of players and a lot of people had mental health issues, and I'm not saying that's the case for Telvin. But back then, you didn't talk about it. Nobody talked about it. You kind of hit it. You kind of just battled through it. Maybe you got some help, but. It, you know, nowadays it's it's we find that it's 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 very common, and there's no shame in it. Mm-hmm. If you're battling through some things, listen, a lot of people do, um, all across the board. You know, people battle with different things, and uh, um, so I think we're in a time right now where where it's so it's okay to admit that you're struggling with some kind of issue, mm-hmm. and I and. Um, it's not frowned upon. People recognize that. Yeah, this is this is this is serious. It's significant. I mean, we're talking about a person's life. When I played in the in the '90s, early 2000s, I mean, most guys just kind of buried that stuff, you know. And uh, so I think we're living in a different time. Um, and and I'm, again, I'm not saying that these are Telvin's issues, but it's okay to have problems, and it's okay to step away from work. I would just hate to uh i would hate for telvin smith to be in a position where 
He has to battle through this alone. There are some things in life when you simply just can't handle it on your own. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, men in particular, tend to think, all right, I'm just going to, I'll yep. handle it. Because that's we're sort of built as problem solvers, right? Right. And if the problems are, if we're the problem, well, let me fix me. Let it, um, I know from a lot of different scenarios of people close to me and, and um, who I've been around who have had really significant issues to deal with. Sure. That you can try that, and at some point you're going to say, as too much. I can't, you know, you may, some people may succeed in it, but more often than not, if it's a really serious situation, you need somebody who knows what to do with this thing. Right. Because you're, you're yeah. probably encountering this for the first time. Um, so, again, whatever it is, I, 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 and I do want to talk about the football impact here in just a moment, but from Telvin's situation personally, uh, I hope he can healthfully resolve the issues he's dealing with. And if getting back on the football field is a healthy part of that, I hope he can do that. But I also hope he doesn't rush back, if it really is as serious as it appears to be, right. that he doesn't rush back to football um, before he's ready to, because that can be a whole different can of worms for somebody if you're not, if you're, if you're dealing with something so significant that you're going to step away from, you know, your multi-million dollar contract and the game you love and the thing that you have striven to uh, to achieve over the course of, you know, going back to peewee football, right. you've achieved your dream now, you've got this big contract, you're playing in the NFL, you're a starter, you're a pro bowler. It's, it's not nothing that is causing him to step away. Right. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a tough one. And here's the hard part. I hope that Telvin stays close to the, to the team that he does it right, that he engages with the team and is very candid and very transparent about where he is specifically. Because if they don't know, uh, if they're not involved, um, and this is Telvin's choice, I, 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 just, I just think if they're not involved, listen, the game goes on. The team goes on. They will move forward. And if, if Telvin distances himself, there's no reason for them to not say, listen, we've got to make plans without Telvin. We don't know what's going on. He's not in the building. There's no communication. We've, we've got to go try to win a Super Bowl. And I think if he stays, if he stays close, um, then I think the team is, is understanding. Listen, Tom Coughlin's a good man. Uh, Doug Marone is a good man. Dave Caldwell is a good man. Those three guys right there, the, there, the leadership, they want to make sure Telvin, one, is 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 healthy as a human being. Of course, they want to have him as a, you know, as a part of their team. Um, but if this isn't handled right, they will go forward. When you get done playing, when you say, I'm not playing anymore, and it happens to every one of us, Every one of us that steps away from the game, whether they, they, they get cut or they're retired or, or an injury causes them to not be able, the game goes on. They, they're going to move forward. And I don't mean that to be harsh or anything to tell them, but uh, the Jaguars would be hesitant to do so as long as you know, you know, they're walking through this thing together. The team can help. Uh, the NFL will help. But yeah, there are resources there. There are so yeah. many resources. I mean, there are... 
without getting into the details, but as far as counselors and doctors that are just waiting, waiting to help guys that are going through stuff. Yeah, you certainly hope that Telvin recognizes that because at this point, it does seem like he doesn't want to be engaging at all with the team, which is very surprising considering uh, the role he's played for the team on the field, in the locker room, and, and with the franchise. All right, let's talk about the football impact of this now. Because I think while this is sort of an out-of-the-blue decision, um, it did not leave the Jaguars completely in the lurch. They signed Jake Ryan this offseason, a guy who can play middle linebacker. Right. So that means that Miles Jack can move outside. Probably where he's more comfortable. I agree with you. Probably. They've been trying to force Miles to play yep. the mic uh, for several years, and I think it's it's better for him to be outside. So... They're not without options. Now, the other position is, are you going to play Miles at Telvin's spot? Right. You may recall that uh, at the NFL meetings, Doug Marone said, uh, somebody asked him about where to play Miles, and he said, well, Miles could be the best at every linebacker position we have because he's such a great athlete uh, and understands the game. So if that's true, then, all right, put Miles, who was renowned for his coverage skills coming out of UCLA. Right. Uh, put Miles at that strong side linebacker position where he can cover a tight end if you need him to. Mm-hmm. Um, put or put him at the at the weak side, however you want to utilize him, and then find you know who fits in that in another spot. The Jaguars have brought in a lot of outside linebackers this off season. Drafted one in Quincy uh, Williams, mm-hmm. and uh, remember uh, again that uh, that Leon Jacobs last year, the seventh round pick, right. uh, flashed early on in the season. So while this it, at, at first blush feels like it might be a huge hole for the Jaguars to fill, I'm not saying any of these guys are going to be at Telvin's level. They have some they have some flexibility there. They have some flexibility, and that and the only good thing, in my opinion, about the timing of this, the only good thing is that, well, now you know. You've got the OTAs, mm-hmm. Phase 2. You've got the mini camps. You've got all a training camp, really, to find that person. If this does, if this would have happened in training camp, you know, you're on your heels. Oh, gosh, you know. Um, the Jaguars will be fine. They're going to find someone to, to take that to take that position, and they'll have plenty of time to discuss, you know, where where does Miles fit best and, and, and these guys. They're they're going to be all right, and uh, so Telvin is a is a is a good football player, a really good football player, um, and uh, so I, I'm not concerned with the football side of it as much, um, but it will be interest. It'll be interesting. I just I I go back to I just hope Telvin handles this right. I mean, there's a there's the business side of it, and and you know if he doesn't play this year. Passing up a lot of you know big numbers, you know millions and millions of dollars. I just hope he does it right and doesn't get to the point where next January or, or at some point down the road that he is in a position where he regrets not going through the process the way he should. I believe this is accurate. The Jaguars can put him on the reserve did not report list, which means he doesn't count against the roster. Which means they don't pay him his salary, right? Which and it doesn't count against the salary cap. I don't know if they have to petition the league in that regard to get salary cap relief. I don't think they do if they put him on the did not report list. Um, and if it's for a full year, basically, it's just pushing the pause button, right, on Telvin, 
And then when he comes back, if he comes back, you know, he's entering year two of his contract with the Jaguars. If he comes back and it's, they'll just push play again, and it'll be year two of the contract whenever it is that he comes back, the Jaguars would, would retain his rights. Somebody asked me in the office the other day, well, why don't they just release him? And this was obviously somebody who's not a huge NFL <laughs> person. Um, and I said, well, there's zero benefit to anybody, including Telvin, to releasing him. Right. There's no, there, there are, there are uh, structures in place to handle something similar to this within the NFL structure. You don't have to release him. In fact, it would probably be the worst possible thing. Sure. Because it would impact the Jaguars' salary cap. You wouldn't have a chance to get him back on the field. And now all of a sudden, even though he's not at this point seeming interested in, in utilizing the, the Jaguars as a resource, well, now he doesn't have any team to utilize as a resource. And you wouldn't think somebody's going to go out and sign him suddenly, um, considering he, he said he's not going to play this year. So, um, and, I, and based on some of his comments on Instagram, I'm not sure if he wants to play anywhere else anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... It's a tough one, and I and I hope our listeners don't think that we're being insensitive because we're not being insensitive, because it's it's. I think we've been pretty clear that, listen, Telvin, get get right. Make sure you mm-hmm. go get healthy, um, and we're. I think we're all kind of like, gosh, what's wrong with Telvin? But but, uh, um, boy, this is a hard a hard one. I've had players leave for an extended amount of time, but nothing like this. I've had guys, you know, obviously. It's very common to retire. Right. Say, listen, I'm done with this. I've been multiple teammates that have done that, and, and uh, some close personal friends that have retired. And, and uh, um, I had one one teammate that decided to retire in the middle of training camp. There's a rule: you never retire in the middle of training camp. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to retire in the middle of training right. camp. Everybody does. And and uh, so guys have different reasons. But when it's in the case of guy uh, of a guy that. It, it, that apparently really needs some help. Uh, that's real concerning. It is. Uh, so I echo your sentiments about first and foremost, we want Telvin to get right, get to a healthy place, whatever that is, uh, and have the uh, you know most beneficial outcome for for everybody there. Uh, we will have more on the Jaguars coming up next week. Uh, OTAs resume. Rookies can be on the field with the veterans. Um, I'm going to be most intrigued to see how Josh Allen interacts with Calais Campbell and how Jawan Taylor does with the offensive line and how Gardner Minshew interacts with Nick Foles. <laughs> Those are the three I'll be keeping my eye Absolutely. on. Absolutely. That'll be fun to watch. Very interesting. And you'll be in anchoring at Channel 4 I next wait. week. So you'll have plenty to talk about as far yes. as that's concerned. Good. Good. All right. I want to thank everybody for tuning in here. Remember, you can always subscribe to Teal the Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And as always, you can find Teal the Podcast on News4Jacks.com. For the head football coach at the Episcopal School of Jacksonville, Mark Brunell, I'm just a Cole Pepper. Thanks so much for listening to Teal the Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.